Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Life's uncertain journey. <laughs> well, good evening, everyone. And thanks for tuning in to Life's Uncertain Journey's uh, Blog Talk Radio broadcast for Tuesday, uh, November the 17th. Each week, uh, you all know, most of you who are here uh, every week, uh, we try to provide real talk about real times from a biblical perspective. And uh, I am going to be your host for tonight's broadcast, and I have with me the co-host, of Life's Uncertain Journeys broadcast, Alicia Locker. Yay! <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> that was a warm welcome. Hello, everyone. And again, we're excited each week that you all come back and spend this time with us and we get to yeah. fellowship and dig into God's Word. Yeah. And um, we're able to um, discuss, you know, biblical topics. And but with a real spin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so these topics bring forth discussions that's real and honest about, you know, probable outcome of what's happening in our country right now. Amen. That's a nice topic. Right. Uh, we'd like to welcome everyone watching on Facebook Live. You'll see me look to the side a little bit, and if you have comments, I'm just checking and trying to respond to your post and keep you involved and connected in the in the uh, conference. And so. I encourage you, we encourage you to, you know, uh, get involved through Facebook Live and um, bring your questions and comments as we go. And I'd like you to um, join the conversation if you want, and you can do that by dialing 929-477-3427. That way it can be live and you can be heard over the air. If you're on uh, Facebook, we can hear you and see you. Well, we can see you in the chat. But if you want to be heard and, you know, interact a little deeper, I'll say, then dial 929 477 3427. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. And as we've uh, shared many times, uh, uh, you know, the the local news networks that we have, we thank God for them, but they're not the only source of information for our day. Uh, We can, in full confidence, suggest a more credible source of information for our day, and that's the Word of God. Not only is the information true and accurate, it will also guide and instruct us on how to navigate issues and the problems that are arising in our day. Absolutely, absolutely. It's been the source of genuinely credible information for a long, yes, long indeed. time, and it will continue to be that Amen. until Jesus comes back and yeah, his return. Right. <laughs> and that still doesn't make it void. It just... Uh, right, will be true. From the beginning so, to the end. Amen. It never yeah. changes, right? That's right. Life's Uncertain Journey um, has been broadcasting since June of 2018. To God be the glory. Uh, We have had the privilege and pleasure of proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ all across the United States and in a few foreign countries. This broadcast has been our means of telling the world about Jesus. We're not sure just how long this will continue. You know, Jesus said we must work while it is day because night is coming when nobody can work. So by God's grace and power, as long as we have the light, we will continue this work. With the looming prospect of another stay-in-place order, this will be a great opportunity to get God's word out. It is during those times 
that he can expect a captive audience because everybody's at home. That's so right. we'll just take advantage of that opportunity to tell the world about Jesus. Amen, amen. Because you don't have as many outside competing things there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you get your attention. Um, and you talk about the work. You know, I've heard it said that there's no retirement, speak of it, in the Bible. So no retirement. <laughs> Look forward yeah, to it. Yeah, 71-year-old. <laughs> right. she'd be traveling somewhere right about now. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, as you all know, this is a Christian broadcast. It's live and it's interactive. And um, that was by God's design. We don't claim to have all the answers. However, because God's Holy Spirit resides in us and all of his children, I mean you too, there can be dialogue from each of us. Everybody has can have something to say. Mm-hmm. And one may have a word. Another may have a revelation or a word of encouragement. So please feel free to join in and share whatever the Lord lays on your heart. Yeah. Also share any questions or comments that you may have as well. Um, along with proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ, we want to reach as many people as possible in hopes of strengthening, encouraging, and equipping yeah. them to overcome the issues and circumstances that will most assuredly take place in our lives. Amen. You all are here, long as keep living, you'll experience something. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this time we share our testimonies and revelations from God's divine power and workings in our lives in order to provide a real life evidence that God is real and He loves each and every one of us. Yeah, he does. Yes. He May does. not always feel like it, but He does. Yes, He does. Yes, He does. And and uh, I I'm just so uh, thankful that we do have this opportunity to to share these things with you. You see, we're not. We're not just here gossiping about people and talking about folks, and that's not what we uh, the Lord gave us this access for. But we want to be able to be an encouragement uh, to people who, like I used to be, think that there was no hope for the situation that I was in. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. But once I saw that there was hope and that there was a way out. I was then obligated to tell the other people. As a matter of fact, Revelations twelve eleven confirms that we overcome the enemy of our souls, who is Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Mm-hmm. Now, Jesus did his part in offering his blood. He, he was the one whose life was taken in exchange for us not, ours not being taken. He's the lamb. That's right. He's the lamb. And uh, we're going to do our part by providing the testimonies, the evidence of what God has and continues to do in our lives. Most of you all, I don't know if you've ever done jury duty or whatever it is like that, but you know how it works in a courtroom. The witness brings the testimony to confirm or deny whatever the charges are, you see. And we're bringing the testimony to confirm that God is everything the word says that he is, and he can do everything the word says he does. Amen. Because we've experienced these things in our life. Not every little thing, but the ones that we have experienced that confirm God's ability to work and change things in our lives, those are the things that we can talk about. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in Psalms uh, sixty-eight eleven, it says that the Lord gives the command. And the women who proclaim the good news are a great army. <laughs> We're part of that great army. Amen, amen. That is proclaiming the good news. And the good news is that Jesus came, died, was resurrected, given all authority and all power in both heaven and earth so that we could be restored in a relationship with our Father, the one that unites us. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, you can't come to the Father except through me. It's not going to happen. So when we we learn this good news and we uh, receive the Lordship of Jesus Christ in our lives, that begins the journey. That begins the journey. And Mm -hmm. so the work, the workings are done from a divine standpoint, you can't work this thing. Can't work for it. 
can say. No matter how many devotions you read, no matter how many tithes you pay, no matter how many ministries you lead at your church, none of it is going to get you to heaven. Only your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's your ticket in. We thank God for that. So um, what we're going to do right now is um, we're going to go ahead and uh, turn the mic on so that my hubby, Mr. John Davis, can pray for our broadcast tonight. Brother John, are you on the call? On the line? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear Melissa? I can hear him. Yes, I can. You hear me, sis? I got you, John. I can hear you. All right, sis. You know, you ladies was talking. I, I was thinking, Lord, Lord, what do I, I, I say to encourage everybody? And he said, this is the day that I have made. So rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, Men yeah. think that they're in control of something, but nothing happens without his okay. The devil's That's his devil. That's right. So he said, just to make sure that I say to everybody to be encouraged, uh, that this is not the end, this is the beginning. Uh, this is an opportunity, as y'all mentioned before, the, uh, he's getting our attention. He, because the world is going fast and effective, going, uh, doing things on their own, but God wants us to take the time and know who's in control. That is, he's in control. He's the one that allows some to live and some to die. He, in other words, the scriptures say he, he has the clay in his hand and he has the right to make a, a clay bowl and other to throw in the trash. That's who he is. Wow. He's our Lord and our mm-hmm. Savior. So we just thank him for that knowledge. We thank him that he's in control. Uh, it took me back to the time when well, you ladies were talking about how this Christian Charlotte Fellowship came about. And that was uh, to reach and make disciples of men, that, you know, men and women, is, uh, when I say men. And that's, that's what this mission, that, that this, uh, uh, this ministry the Lord gave us is basically what he wrote in back, go and make disciples. And he said, of all nations, <laughs> he has made a way for us to do this through this broadcast, you know, to reach out mm-hmm. and to uh, share this gospel. And like, uh, as you ladies mentioned last week, this is all over the world now. Many people have heard the word of God, but most of them hasn't heard the gospel. And that's two different things. <laughs> we, we read the Bible, which is the word of God, but the gospel, which you just mentioned, uh, Nadine, when you talked about the good news, uh, that's a relationship, that, that part of recognizing that Jesus died for our sins. But we, he, we know that, but we've got to receive it. We've got to accept that and walk in that acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. And, and most of us don't do it, or if we do do it, we don't do it all the time. Sometimes we break breaks into our old sinful nature. But we ask the Lord to open our ears tonight and our hearts tonight and that we would uh, hear his word, but not only hear it, but retain it, and that we would be able to walk in that, that we would uh, repent from our sins and humble ourselves and realize that at any moment, any given time, he would come. And if he finds us, the, the faith thing he says, when he finds faith when he comes, that means I'll be faithful to what he says, that we're to forgive one another, are we going to be found unfaithful and say, well, I'm going to hold that against you. And unforgiveness is not in heaven, only forgiveness. So we ask the Lord to help us to remember his word, that we will walk in his word, that we will humble ourselves, that we will love one another, we will forgive one another, that, that we forgive those as he forgave us, and we forgive them, get that forgiveness up. Because he gave us so many things and so many things we can't even think of. But in spite of that all, he still loved us and forgave us. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to put that in our hearts tonight as we listen to this word, that we'll, we would die Amen. to our old nature and put on his new nature that he has given us, that relationship that he died for us, that we would be reconciled back to him. And, Lord, we receive that, dear Father Heaven. We thank you. And we ask you also, Lord, that God over his airways tonight. We thank you, dear Father Heaven, that you bless us, Lord, the ministry, Lord, and uh, uh, you, you do all the work everywhere. You're doing the work. We just mean yes, yes, that's a living sacrifice, Lord, and we're willing to be that. But dear Father, I'm willing, and then doing this total different thing. Help us, Lord, to do what we said we want to do, Lord, and that's to serve you. We ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 Thank you, hon. Thank you, John. <laughs> um. You know, I just wanted to remind you that Nadine and John oversee Charlotte Christian Fellowship, which is an outreach ministry, 
ministry that God called and ordained Mm -hmm. to proclaim the gospel to make disciples, just like we were talking about. It's a 501c3 charitable nonprofit organization, and their ministry website, if you'd like to visit, is www.charlottechristianfellowship.org, www.charlottechristianfellowship.org. And uh, Charlotte Christian Fellowship also has an outreach called the Women Who Overcome Ministry. And this outreach was also founded by Nadine. She's busy for the Lord, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it conducts uh, year-equipping conferences for women. We had one not too long ago, and it was a blessing, as well as Disciple Me, which is a discipleship journey for women who desire to develop a deeper faith and grow spiritually as they follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. That sometimes is the part that's missing when we get active in some of the things that maybe mentioned earlier in church, you know, with our tithes and going to church and, you know, being on ministry. But this teaches you you how to develop that relationship that John prayed about. And so if you, um, you know, never been discipled and would like to begin a discipleship journey, you can reach out at thewomenwhoovercome at gmail.com. That's the women who overcome at gmail.com. Thank you, darling. Sure. For those of you who who uh, who may not know it, my husband also hosts a Wednesday broadcast, mm-hmm. and it's called New Beginnings. And he would love to have you join him as he uh, every week he d- uh, discusses topics that uh, affect our everyday living. So if you're interested, all you need to do is on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock, just pick up your phone and dial 657-383-1624 to join the broadcast. That's New Beginnings at 657-383-1624. And uh, you won't be disappointed. So last week we had a rather strong conversation about what should be we should be doing or what should be happening in the Christian community when it comes to all that's been happening and swirling around with this election. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are here, I know you all remember. We talked about how our responses, attitudes, dealings should be in alignment with God's word and not popular opinion. Tonight we want to consider a passage of Scripture in Matthew that was a warning from our Savior about what we have been facing as a country. Let me read the Scripture, and then we'll open up the mic um, and uh, talk about its implications to us today. I'm reading from Matthew 12, 22 through 30. Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and unable to speak was brought to Jesus. And he healed him so that the man who was unable to speak talked. All the crowds were amazed and were saying, this man cannot be the son of David, can he? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, this man cast me by Bezalbos. I know I said that wrong. Mm-hmm. The ruler of the demons. And knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid to waste. And no city or house divided against itself will stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he's a divided against against himself. (laughs) How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by, say the word, Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Yep. <laughs> or how can someone enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first blind, binds the strong man? Then indeed the man may plunder his house. Whoever is not with me is against me. Whoever does not gather with me scatters. We are going to talk about what we just heard. All right? All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Are the mics on, Nadine? Turn them on now. Okay. 
If you're a listener or new to, to our Facebook Live, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy your visit and will consider returning. We're here every week. And to those watching us on Facebook, if you want to join a conversation, you'll need to dial in the number and, um, you know, so we can hear you and go live on air. Um, I can see your post and I'll respond, but dial 929-477-3427 if you want to talk live. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, okay, our mics are on. And I just want to remind you, those of you that are uh, on Blog Talk Radio Live, just remember to keep your phones muted until you're ready to speak, okay? So that way, you know, we won't have to worry about any background noise, uh, but uh, at least, you know, it'll be silent until you're ready to speak. Okay, so let's talk about what we just read and how it can possibly play out in our day. And I'm talking specifically about what Jesus said about a house divided. Every kingdom, Jesus said, divided against itself is laid to waste or is dissolved. It can't stand. Mm-hmm. And so here in this particular passage of Scripture, as Jesus was going about doing what his father sent him to do, of course, the uh Pharisees and all of them are saying, oh, this guy, he may be able to heal people and cast out demons, but he's doing it under the authority of Satan. And so Jesus is asking these guys who think they're so smart, he said, well, if Satan casts out Satan, then he's working against himself. He's divided against himself. How is he going to maintain a kingdom and working against himself. That won't work. Right. That divided kingdom cannot stand. And so in light of what uh, we are watching taking place before us, um, I know last week I heard an awesome message uh, about the importance of the body of Christ uh, ensuring that its allegiance is with our commander-in-chief, Jesus Christ. It is so vitally uh, important that we not allow ourselves to be sucked in to this um, growing dilemma that's taking place in our land right now. Because your commander-in-chief needs you to do what he sent you to do. And, it, and what he sent us to do, there's nothing in there written about taking sides, political sides. There's nothing in there about that. And, and I'm not saying that you can't uh, have a choice because we're grateful to God that we do got a choice. Just one if you didn't have a choice. That's right. You see, but we do have a choice because of uh, the things, the freedoms and things that God has permitted in our country. Right. But what has happened is we have allowed the differences or maybe even some of the um, preferences, let's just say that, some of the preferences of the differing parties to cause us to have enmity against our brethren. Okay? And by that I mean I'm upset with my sister because she voted for the other guy. She didn't vote for the guy that I told her to vote for. (laughs) You know? And so now there's a little little kink between our relationship. (laughs) You know? There's something that now has you know, it may not be forthright, it may not be uh, very obvious, but we can tell something has changed in, a, in our relationship. And it's all centered around the choices and the freedom that we have to make our own choices. And so um, the message that uh, we were listening to on this past Sunday really took 
the body of Christ to task like we had to do last week. We had to really go up right up into right up to uh to the point of rebuke because it endangers the will and the purpose that God put us here to to to, to fulfill for him <clears throat> as we uh hear and watch this thing unfolding where I mean I haven't been around that long. I'm only 71 years old, but in all the history of our nation, <clears throat> you know, um, I don't think any of us have been or, or expected anything like this, where a sitting uh, a sitting president refuses to concede, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason. And believe me, that that there is there could be value to his reason for saying that something wasn't right, you know. I, I don't I can't call those kind of shots. I don't know. Only God knows those kinds of things. And that's that's not my call to make. Okay. But what I don't want to do is get myself so tied up in their struggle, in that struggle, that it, it, it impedes my ability to serve the people of God no matter what side they're on. And that's the key. That's yeah. the key. To I mean, you you said a couple of things. You said that we have the freedom and the right to vote, and a lot of folks do not. That's right. That's right. And so, some may feel that if you vote, you're kind of taking a side, right? You you hope you 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 are con- at least aligning with. Okay, you're making a choice. That's what I say. Yeah. You're making a choice, not taking a side. You're making a choice, and you say, okay, I'm going to buy, vote for this guy or girl, who, what, for whatever, whatever reason, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's lined up with, you know, um, what you know to be Christ-like. And then once that happens, this is what I'm just trying to paraphrase. Once that happens, if your person or someone else chose something else, that's okay, because they got the same right you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you have to love them and treat them and do whatever. Um, you know, you said that uh, Trump may have some validity to what he's saying. We don't know. But what I do know is, and so that's an example. Another example is Biden is saying, look, I don't care if you voted for me or not. I'm going to be an American president for the people. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do. He's talking post politics, but it, it 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 is akin to what you're saying. We have to do as Christians, no matter what anybody does, we have to treat them with the love of God. That's right. That's the bottom line. The and bottom so, what line. I hear you saying is, don't let the politics take hold in your spirit, so that yes. you are um, judging people uh, unchristian, unlovingly yes. to say who or what they are, what they should be or do. They have every right, and you have every right. So once you have um, invoked your right, and you can have, look, this just doesn't mean we don't have opinions. It's just we can't force them on anybody. Right. We can't judge anybody who has a different one. We can't do that. It's in 90 seconds. She did. So listen, if we get cut off, please call back in because we don't know what's going on with the technical stuff. The devil is a liar. Go ahead. But the bottom line, I was trying to um, paraphrase um, the the scripture and what we are talking about here, how it's divided. So we are are the United States of America, but first and foremost, we are God's children and we're Christians and we're sister and brother and we're we belong to the family of Christ. And so, you know, it, it, we're talking about the election, Nadine, but for real, y'all, it doesn't matter what it is that brings tension or conflict or strife. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you have to love people as God loves us. That's right. So when you find yourself in conflict or strife, whether it's the, we're talking about the election right now, but mm-hmm. think about it. It could be anything. That you don't agree with. That's right. That's right. Anything. So if you look at this that way, 
hopefully gives a perspective. You know, maybe there's something that you think that you didn't like or don't agree with, but you still are able to love your sister, your brother, your mother, your friend, and forgive them and move on and say, okay, we're going to agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you say who's right or wrong. It's just like, I love you still, and I meet you where you are, but that 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 doesn't change my, but I respect yours. Don't have to agree. I just respect it and love you still. Amen. Amen. And that's absolutely right. So if we could cut off, please just uh, give me about two minutes and then call right back in. Of course, those of you on Facebook, you're still connected, and uh, we're going to continue to broadcast live on Facebook. Uh, And if some of you that are calling want to come over there to Life's Uncertain Journey Facebook page, you can do that as well. Uh, I know that uh, often the enemy really is uh, upset with with uh, what's going down, but that's his problem. But I will uh, be back on air in uh, just a short click as soon as um, – now, see, 10 seconds has gone by, and we're still on. So I don't know what that's about. Well, we're just going to keep talking until we get cut off yeah. and then come on back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, so very true. You see, we live in the world, but we're not of the world. Amen, so, amen. You know, and after we got saved, God didn't take us out of the world. He kept us here because we all are here with a purpose in us. Mm-hmm. There's a purpose for us being here, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and I keep, and I've probably shared some, some other times before that, listen, the fact that we're in 2020, to me, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Because God put us here for this generation. This mm-hmm. generation needed to hear the, needs to hear the gospel. They need to know the truth. Okay? So God decided to put us here at this particular juncture in time to be witness, witnesses for him. Mm-hmm. We're the evidence that all this stuff that you're seeing going on around you, yes, it's out of your control. We don't have any control over these things. We have to trust God in the midst of it. Okay? Whatever may transpire, whatever may go down. We cannot negate our role and responsibilities as citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Right. We can't permit that to happen. And that means that we act a certain way and we don't. That's right. And how we act is based on what we believe. That's right. It's all, all boils down to that. And if we don't believe that God is in charge, we're not going to act like it. We're going to act like these these uh, men and women are the ones in authority and called in all, are the ones calling all the shots. They're not. They're not the ones calling the shots. God is. Your God is. If you are believing that God is who he says he is, sovereign, then you know who's calling the shot. Now, we may not understand it, can't put our minds around it, wrap our minds around it, you know, but that's not either here nor there because God is giving you his word to let you know how he going to handle you because you're a child. He makes it clear in his word what you can expect mm-hmm. regarding you. And the, the 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 desire is is that we would tell it to the rest of the world. Amen. That we would not keep it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. That all those things, he says, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the sea thereof, I will not fear. I'm not going there. I know that I'm here with a purpose. And mm-hmm. I know that if I obey God and if I believe that he is, is who he say he is, I'm going to be about my father, not about the business of this world. And the key there is knowing what your father's business is, and the key there is having a relationship with your father. That's it. That's if that it. doesn't happen, then you will be tossed in to and fro by the whim of whatever yes. um, the, the the hot topic or the whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, we're, we're in the world, not of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we're not connected and have a relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. then we don't know 
what to think or believe, and the next thing that comes will pull us and, 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 and slap us around and cause us to fear, cause us right. to have anxiety, cause yep. us to be worried, yep. all of those things, but that's not a God. That's right. When, when we put it in his hands and trust him to handle it, then we do what we are uh, prompted by the Holy Spirit to do, and then we let go the rest. We let go the rest. We, you know, we political people don't have power. No, you know, God has the ultimate power over all things. That's it. All things. All things. Whether it's this election, whether it's, it's, it's a sickness, whether it's whether you get a job, God is in control. So you can handle everything the same way, same way. Mm-hmm. Check in with your father. Pray fast, do whatever the relationship you develop with him. Yes. You know, how he speaks to you, how you hear him, because mm-hmm. he does speak if we listen. That's right. And he if does we develop. speak. Yeah, yeah. As a it's, matter of fact, he's been speaking pretty loud here lately. Whether or not we've been paying any attention, you know, is another thing. But he has been whole, speaking. Yeah, he has. He has, mm-hmm. and, and 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 sometimes you may not feel sure what he's saying. Exactly. Sometimes, sometimes you don't feel sure. So the way you 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 just have to continue to have faith, to trust, to know that his timing is above all, and that he's in total, not a little bit, total control. Sometimes you gotta be still. Sometimes you gotta move when he when you're prompted and and say he tells you to move. You just have to be able to to discern your flesh against your spirit and how God's speaking to you. Because mm-hmm. if we get too bothered about anyone, one's going to take over. So which one is going to be? Exactly. And, and believe it or not, uh, the enemy has his own, uh, his own schemes and plans to try and or attempt to uh, thwart the, 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 the word of God and the impact That's of right. the word of God in our lives, you know, but he can try all he wants to. That, that doesn't give him the victory over us. You see, we're the ones with the victory, but it's based on, like I said before, what do we believe? Mm-hmm. And, we have to believe that God is God and that he does exactly what his word says he does. So now I'm just going to uh, take a, a minute to see if any of our listeners want to share anything. If yeah. uh, you you have a, a, a revelation or a question or anything to share, by, by all means, please do so. Comment. The lines are open. Um, we said a lot. <laughs> Yeah, listen. I can. We can. We can keep on talking, but we're gonna open the. The mics are open. Anyone? Have any Good evening, input? Nadine and Sha. This is Cheryl. Good evening. Um, hey, Cheryl. Hey, I've been listening, and it. Um, what's been coming to my mind is. You can start searching the word about being at that? peace with. I'm sorry, baby. Go right ahead. Yes, to be at what peace. What came to your mind is with being at peace? Being at peace with people, no matter what the circumstances. So there you may encounter, Amen. you may have coworkers, friends that um, have a different political, um, belong to a different political party. But at the end of the day, yes. if you're working with that person or they're your neighbor, what's most important is the day-to-day that you share with that person. You ha- we have more in common with each other than we do, um, than we don't have in common. Focus on those That's things. Right. Uh, be at peace. And, and, I, and I will say, hey, I like you. Let's not talk about politics. Let's focus on what we have in common. You love the Lord, I love the Lord. We got to get this project done. Let's focus on the project at hand and leave that foolishness out because as it, it's all it does is divide you. It makes you upset with people, and it makes you ineffective, and in, in doing God's work. 
So I think it's a matter right. of knowing God's word, knowing that he is in control of, of everything and not feeling like uh-huh. um, your vote or your political uh, affiliation is going to make a difference in um, the overall outcome of everything because God is God's got this. He requires us to be obedient to him and to his word and to act accordingly, not to treat people differently because they belong to a different party, but to be loving and kind, right? So if we remember right. that, That's keep that in the mind and squash, it, and squash the foolishness. Don't tolerate it. I'm not going to have that conversation with you because I like you. Amen. Not only that, we have different values. You understand? Our values are supposed to be divine. They're connected to the kingdom. And so we have been taught and we have learned not to value the things of this world above the things of God. I don't care what it is. You know, I was sharing with somebody the other day, you know, was asking me, you know, how how is it that Jesus expects us to, why does the word say you got to love God more than you love your, your wife or your husband or your children or anything like that, okay? Most people that have not, uh, you know, that, that have not been in the faith don't understand that, you see, because that doesn't make sense. How could I not love my, my, my child? How could I not? love my husband, love, love my family more than God because I can see them and I got to take care of them and all these other kinds of things. But there's a divine principle that God wants us to comprehend, and he's the only one that can help us to understand it, that you got to realize your purpose for being here was not, we thank God that he gave us that privilege, but my assignment was not on this planet was not to have babies. That's a function that I have because it helps to propagate uh, propagate the planet. And if we're raising our children right, guess what? We're going to have more righteous uh, seed in the earth. But my role is first and foremost as a child of God, not as a mother or a wife. Do y'all get that? Yes, but let me comment on it because okay. the first thing that came to my mind is when one of the commandments we were given is to be fruitful and multiply. Now, now, I put that out there. We multiply more than one way, okay? We multiply by having children, of course, and populating the earth with godly children, like you said. We also multiply by making disciples, and we multiply God's kingdom. So I know if it came to my mind, it probably came to somebody else. I got you. Well, that's why I want to put it out there. So like we're not twisted here. We're not saying that you're not supposed to have children and, you know, but the example that Nadine said was, you know, that that's not the only thing, you know, and if you think about how can he tell us, how can we not love our, um, our family, I'll just say family because it includes children, husbands, you know, sister, brother. How can we not love? He's not telling us not to love. Matter of fact, we could love everybody, including them. What what it's saying, and I'm, we can talk about it, is you love God so much that you love him first. It doesn't say he's not really telling you don't, you know, at all. He's saying that don't let that get in the way of the purpose that he created you for. Absolutely. And you got to realize something, and, and this is the part that humanity seems to have the greatest disconnect, because that's the way I started. I, I was, you know, disconnected from this part. And we've got to recognize the sovereignty of God, because if we don't, we will think that what we see in this world is what, it, is, is what all, all there is, but it isn't. Okay? God was around before there was a world. All right? He's the one who created it. Amen. So that means that if God created it, everything that's on it belongs to him. Amen. Okay? Definitely not. Even my children that I say are mine belong to him. Okay. First and foremost. So if I have uh, gravitated toward my love for my children to the degree that God don't have nothing coming, 
Mm-hmm. I don't have time for God because I'm focused on, you know, whatever it is that I want to do for, for my child. And I'm still not saying don't do for your child. Please listen to what I'm trying to say to you. What I'm saying is, is when you value the gift more than the giver, you're in error. You can't do that. Because there wouldn't be a gift without a giver. So your your allegiance is not to the gift. Your gratitude and all of that goes to the giver. So God is saying, you know, I'm the one I'm the one who created you. You belong to me, your mind. Okay. You don't even belong to yourself. Okay. So once you understand that there is a purpose God has for you, and then the icing on the cake, all the other wonderful benefits that he throw in, mm-hmm. marriage and children and, you know, being able to make income and, you know, things like that. And everybody doesn't have the same lot <laughs> because there's some people that cannot have children. A good example is, um, oh, gosh, when was Abraham and took the son up and uh, for the sacrifice. I mean, God gave him that son, and he knew he gave it to him, but he asked for him. He asked for him to give to sacrifice him back to me, and he was going to follow him even to the death That's of his right. father. That great example, Felicia. It's a great example. Yes, thank you. Yes. So that's what we're saying here. Like and and you and if you know the end of the story, God uh, provided Ram in the bush because he he you know showed he really was showing Abraham because God already knows, but he spared that child because Abraham obeyed even to the point of that's right. That's the perfect example of loving him more than the child. And somebody's trying to say something. Was somebody yeah, trying to say something? Yeah, someone else had something to share. Please go right ahead. Yes, we are, Miss Nadine. It's Thank awesome. You. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, baby. I know somebody else is trying to say something. Please go right ahead. Don't let us talking too much discourage you. Come on, jump right Please on in here. Right in. <laughs> Praise God. Well, if you don't have anything, let me just continue. Uh, the uh, the last the last um. Verse 30 of the passage that Alicia read said Mm -hmm. this. Jesus said, whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. You see, we don't want to be in that category. You understand what I'm saying? We don't want to be against Christ, against the mission, against his, his call and purpose for our lives. You see, and if we have this earthly focus, we might miss it, and we might want wind up working against him instead of working with him. We may wind up scattering folks instead of gathering folks. You see, so we have to, as those who profess to love and follow Jesus, do a heart check. Let's just check our heart and and look. Ask God to reveal your heart to you. Mm-hmm. If you have a uh, greater value, or you have great greater value for the perishing, the things that are not going to even last, and if you value them above the eternal, then God will help you. To, to understand that that's not that's not what he desires for you. This world and everything and it's going to pass away. As a matter of fact, we're watching right now as the the demise is taking place. Okay, mm-hmm. and as we're watching all these things happening around, draw our attention or focus that Christ put in us to reach the lost. We're more concerned about our own self. Let me go. Fill up my refrigerator and make sure I got food to eat. You know, that, you know, we, we're, we're more concerned now about tangible things. It's all been brought to the forefront because of, by virtue of all the things that are happening. 
But that's not our, that's not what we're, where our focus needs to be. God will provide for us. He they said, look at the lilies of the field. They, they don't work. I provide for them. The birds, the sparrows. I provide for you too. And I've even heard testimonies, testimonies of those who are in the middle of a pandemic getting jobs and raises and, you know, promotions. You know, God is doing all that in the midst of all of this trouble that's going on around the world. He's doing these wonderful things in the midst of it all. And that just reminds me on other conversations where um, you've reminded us, Nadine, that um, God, the, the the things that's happening, the demise, the, the, the scary stuff, I'll call it, mm-hmm. is um, we as his children are exempt. He got us. Mm-hmm. We're covered. That doesn't mean that we won't, you know, feel some, you know, pain, suffering, go through a little something. But the bottom line is God got us. And if we, you know, know that and hold on to that, no matter what comes, we know. I always say, y'all know what I say, in the end we mm-hmm. win because we got God. That's right. That's 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 the bottom line. That's so no matter what you think, what it looks like. Now that's not to say, you know, just like you had to apply for the job for or, or something to get it, or you got to go to the grocery store. That's mm-hmm. not what we're saying here. You got to live, but you can't be so consumed with these things, earthly things, that you do nothing heavenly. You don't mm-hmm. you don't go after the souls. You don't you know you ignore or you're not available or open to what God would have you to do on His behalf. The eternal thing. Yes, again, we know we live in the world and to live here, we got this flesh. We gotta wash it. We gotta take care. We gotta feed it. We gotta we gotta do these things, y'all. But while we're doing them, just be open and sensitive and give a sensitive spirit, thought, ear to the things that God, so if you get the little nudge of the Holy Spirit or the prompting, you are sensitive enough to know that you don't have to go to the store today. Yeah. You you don't have to worry about if they're going to run out of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't have to do that. God will provide that, the, the, the right time, give you just what you need when you need when you to trust need. him. That's him. That's it. going to happen. And then you go do what he tells you to do. You know, faith without works is dead. We know that. So we're not saying to sit with your hands folded and do nothing. We're saying do the right thing. We're saying do the godly thing. We're saying stay connected to the vine so that you know which way to go. Okay? Absolutely. And that is key because, beloved, we, we cannot deny that there is great turmoil all around the world right now. And uh, there's no way for us to read it. Of course, the scripture has given us guidelines, things that we can look for. But whatever we see going on around us, always remain faithful to your king. Always remain faithful to the commander-in-chief, Jesus Christ. Because at the end of it all, that's all that's going to really matter. Just like he said, you're either with me or you're against me. There's no middle territory here. There's no demilitarized zone. It's either for God or against God. They say, naked you came, naked you will leave. You cannot take these things. Can't take these things. That's right. Absolutely. And Karen says, thank you for reminding us of our mission, sharing the gospel with the law. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And see, that's. That's the part that Satan doesn't want. He doesn't want anyone else one to the kingdom of God. You know, he <laughs> wants to keep hold of everything he got, he wants to keep. Then he want to get some more. So That's if you, right. If That's you right. pay attention. But, you know, the other thing is, you know, he got schemes and all of this. But, again, y'all know I say in the end we went, um, he doesn't have any power. No. Especially when we know what power we have and what was given to us. Yeah, he does. Yeah. A lot of times we don't know the power that we have. He gave us power over Satan. He gave we have the power over. We just have to know it and we have to stand in it. And that way the fear tactics and the lies and all the all the stuff that that tries to crowd our head and heart and bring up fear and anxiety and all of these things take us off God's course. Mm-hmm. 
you know, to tell us that we got to go and do these things, those things won't get in the way yeah. if we know who we are and what we were created to do. That's right. That's right. That's right. So uh, the overall uh, desire is that as things begin to kick off in this world, mm-hmm. in response to what God is doing, please don't get me wrong. God had, had, in his word, has warned and warned and warned. And people don't listen. Yes, God is merciful. Yes, God is a loving God. But he's also a God of justice. Okay? And so what I'm saying about that is, is that he warned Israel time and time again. He had mercy on them. They cried. They went into bondage. All kinds of things happened to them. But when it came time for them to go into the the land that God had promised them, they didn't make it in. (laughs) They did not make it in. And so he tells us in the New Testament epistles, listen, read the story about the first church, Israel, and see what happened to them. Because I don't want you to have to go through what they went through. Amen. So I'm putting the warnings out there for you so that you can get in. Jesus is coming to take us to the promised land that's promised to us. And many people look at it like it's a fairy tale. Keep on thinking it's a fairy tale. We're trying to convince you of the fact that it is real. And that God says, listen, the people died in the desert. The first church died in the desert because they refused to believe God. Don't let that be your story. <laughs> Don't let that be your story. God has been keeping you all this time. He may not have done everything you asked him or, or the way you would have wanted it to happen. But, beloved, if you're still standing today, God has been keeping you. Amen. He's been holding you in his mighty right hand, proving to you that he can do what he said he can do. We've been in some tough spots. If we can remember, we've been in some tough spots. But guess what? God has the last word. <laughs> not this world and not anyone else. And if he be for us, who can be against you? Who can be against you? And just like he covered and protected Israel when he had to punish Egypt, he's going to keep us, y'all. You got to believe that. He has not apportioned us to his wrath. That's what the word says. That's for the disobedient and the unbelieving Amen. And we're not to be named among them. We're going to believe God, and we're going to do what God asks us to do. So, Father God, I pray right now in Jesus' name that those that are listening to this broadcast heard your word, not my word, but your word, that, Lord God, they are pursuing you with a vengeance, that they're digging in your word, Father God, because that's where they find life. Your word declares it, it is life to those that find them, and help even to their flesh. Amen. And we thank you for your word. Thank you. We thank you that it does lead, it does guide us, and that we can trust and believe in your word. You're not a man that you would lie to us. Everything you promise us in your word, you're able to perform. So I pray in Jesus' name that we not be forgetful hearers, that, Father God, if we do have questions, that we ask them, no matter how tough they are. Don't let the enemy befuddle your mind with, with wondering. That's how he draws us away from the truth. Put it out in the light. Just put the question out there and ask it, and let's get mm-hmm. it settled. He says, seek. So that the truth, that's right, seek. <laughs> seek and you shall find, knock, and the door will be open. Glory. So, Father, we thank you. Bless every household. And the sound of my voice, Lord God, in Jesus' name, cover them, protect them, provide for them, Lord God, as you always do. And I pray that you would grant upon them the spirit of revelation so that they can not only see and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to them today, but giving them the ability to actually walk it out in their day-to-day lives. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Hopefully, we, we can be back here next Tuesday, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. <laughs> God bless you. 
Amen. Good night. Good night, sweetheart. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.